Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die Hard Minute, where every day, Monday through Friday, Movies by Minute hosts talk about, quite possibly, the greatest Christmas movie, the 1988 John McTurman directed movie, Die Hard. I am Nathan Shuckman of the Stanley Kubrick Minute. And I'm Jacob Kaufman, also of the Stanley Kubrick Minute. And today, we are discussing Minute 6 of Die Hard. Minute 6 starts off with Holly selling her maid that she wouldn't be able to do anything without her and it ends with our protagonist saying Argyle who is a character who is a character in case you yes. haven't watched this movie before so yeah maybe we should give a little background of ourselves should we while we're here I don't know you know when you were doing the introduction and you said it's, it's the best Christmas movie of and you said 1988 I thought you were just gonna stop there it's the best Christmas movie of 1988 like, well, no one's disputing that. Yeah, I mean, that's just a, a straight-up fact. But, you know, it might be the best Christmas movie beyond that year. It's up for debate, that's for sure. It's in the discussion. It's up for debate whether or not it's a Christmas movie in the first place. But yeah, so, you know, I don't want to get into that. That's that's a topic for another time. So, Or is it? Probably so, what time. is our history with this film? <laughs> our history with this film... Both of us were born almost a decade after this movie came out. We are by far the youngest people Without in this question. movie by minute uh, series about Die Hard, talking about Die Hard. And like most people who saw Die Hard when they were children or teenagers, they saw it when they were children or teenagers. So they had that experience. I, however, saw it when I was 20 last year. That was the first time I've ever seen it. Jake, when did you see it? How old were you when you saw it? Same story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just, I would repeat it saying, you know. 20 years old when I saw it. It was very recent. So with this, with us doing this week and a week later in the film, you're going to get a new a, perspective. A different perspective on this movie. You know, we didn't grow up with it. We didn't watch it when we were children. Yeah, we're, we're not some old geezer talking about exactly. this. Exactly. We weren't work. kids in the 80s. We weren't kids in the 90s. We weren't even kids in the 40s. That is true. <laughs> we were kids in the 2000s. I mean, I guess we could just start listing decade after decade. We could. Of times where we were not kids. We could. Centuries after centuries. So, this minute is, uh, not a lot happens, really. But it's setting the stage for more important things. There is setup in this movie, in this minute. One <laughs> I, of the, I um, hope there's setup in the movie. <laughs> it just, it just throws you right in. You don't know anything. Yeah, exactly. One of the biggest setups, in my opinion. Hold on a second. Why is it your phone? Off. Just off completely. Well, just because I those damn youngins, those damn youngins and their phones and their smart devices with the internet, texting, never looking where they're going, emailing. This is just it's a fad, really. It'll (laughs) die out. Just give it time. Yeah, we're gonna go back to typewriters. It's it's like it's like a uh, you know it's up and down. It's a roller coaster. Sometimes you go up. I don't know what I'm saying. No, you don't. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, the minute really the setup. What is this most important setup? Good way to get it back. This most important setup, in my opinion, is the flipping down of the photograph. So Holly, after getting done with the phone call, looks over at the picture of her with her ex-husband, John McClane, with the kids. And in a fit of maybe anger, frustration, she takes it face down and puts it on the desk. And little do you know at this time, it is being set up and will be paid off, like every good story, in a later minute that, um... I don't think we'll talk about it, actually. It's also a good piece of characterization, you know? Yeah. You, you learn... Know, you get that she's not exactly on the best of terms with her husband. But you also learn with the phone call that, um... I guess it's the previous minute. Yeah. That he's away, but she still has some care, more or less, about about him. I don't know. Is, is there a certain punishment if we get to talking about previous minutes? Yes. Really? Yeah. 
Will it's a harsh, dude. It's a harsh punishment. The ghost of the movies by Minute Council. Pete and Alex will call us. And they'll they'll, say we got to cancel. They're not just going to call. They'll show up at our front door one day and knock and say, it's time. You've got to pay for violating the laws of Die Hard Minute. And only they know the fine, so it'll yep. be a surprise. I like surprises. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> Another surprise is John McClane uh, getting his limo driver. Yes, yes. We get to meet his limo driver, Argyle. What a name. This is a very fun name. I feel like it should be said with a British accent. Argyle. Argyle. That's Argyle. You'll be driving my limo today. Thank you, sir. But he's anything from a a professional British limo driver. Far from it. No. Far from it. It's his first day. It is, yeah. He seems pretty chill, I'll be honest. Do you get, like, limo driving school? Like, do you have to go to limo driving school in order to... Like, what is your first day of limo driving... What builds up to that? Do you just apply and they're like, okay, here's the keys to the limo. Pick I feel this like up. I feel like you got to go to at least a couple classes and probably do a shadowing and maybe drive a limo with um, a supervisor. A supervisor, yeah, yeah, it's like getting your license again. So th- this isn't Argyle's first rodeo. No, it's not his first rodeo. But it's it's his first solo ride. His solo rodeo. Yeah, yeah. I am a big fan of this character. I like him a lot. Although we're it's just cool. meeting him for the first time. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. And they're in LAX. They are. The airport. Have you ever been to LAX? I've been there many times. Well, if we want to talk about LA, we should talk about the woman jumping in her boyfriend's arms and I kissing, mean, and John McClane saying, California. Yeah, so apparently that's that's the stereotype of California. Apparently New Yorkers don't take kind to California. Apparently New Yorkers don't see many uh, young boyfriends, girlfriends showing affection. That's got to be what in it is. In airports. Also, this has happened a couple times in the last few movies that I've seen, but airports before 9-11 were just a joke. Like, it wasn't even you just walk right in. Exactly, yeah. I just watched, this is so off topic, I just watched High Anxiety, and Mel Brooks and his, I guess, his romantic interest get into an airport just by freaking out and not wanting to do the metal detector. And the people are like, fine, just go, just go. <laughs> You'd be arrested immediately now. Yeah. And then there's there's airplane, of course. Oh, of course, that's a classic. Yeah, funny, funny movie. Just walk right on the airplane. Yeah, straight up on it. Now I don't showing our age again. I do not remember an airport pre nine eleven. No, I don't really remember much before nine eleven. Back to this minute. What else? Well, there's some credits, aren't there? There are. Some people have been noted, like the casting director, I believe, is one of them. Yes, one of the credits that we get is. The casting director, Jackie Birch, she... Did what? Did the casting for a handful of movies, some that you might have heard of. Get on with it. Die Hard. Okay. I haven't heard of that one. Die Hard 2. Oh, heard of that one. Predator and The Breakfast Club. I have not seen any of these. I've seen two of them. Can you guess which two? Die Hard 2 and The Breakfast Club. And Santa Claus 2, which he also did. We haven't seen Die Hard. We're just joking. We're jokers. We've seen the first... We've seen Minute 6. We've seen the minutes we've been assigned, of course, but... Because we're good podcasters. But the rest of it, we're just pulling straight out of somewhere. Out of it. Just straight out of it. Yep. And the next credit that we get is Marilyn Vance. Advanced Refrigeration? Advanced Refrigeration, yeah. (laughs) She was the costume designer for Die Hard, Predator, oh, oh, a little sharing, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which I'm a big fan of. It's a fun movie. What do you think, honestly, of the costumes in Die Hard? You know, they're normal costumes. I think it's, I, thought, I, 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 I think enjoy, costume I design often goes unnoticed, which is a compliment in a way, because it should, should just, you know, they blend in with... Yeah, exactly. That's how they should look. There's nothing particularly flashy. I mean, the only flashy costume movies are, like, period pieces. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, 
there's people dressed in suits and pants. I'm a big and fan quite of quite normal. Um, yeah, of, of John McClane's just. Uh, and then his more casual attire. White compared to uh, I guess shirt. And yeah, the pants. Yeah, I like it. It's uh, simple, but it looks good. I think it was she did a good job. I can't complain. But no, like you were saying, the the, the best stuff blend in, and you don't even notice it. Yeah. The same with editing and cinematography. Some of the best is just you just get so immersed in that uh, you don't notice it. You know, I, I just remembered this. I don't know why, but when John's in the airport, he's got the, the giant teddy bear. Oh yeah, the giant teddy bear. I'm excited to see what happens. With Have that. you ever had a giant teddy bear? No, because I, I lived. Um, I lived. I grew up in Cleveland. And I uh, was like an hour away from Cedar Point, and Cedar Point has a lot of like arcade games that okay. you could win big stuff on. I never won anything. Never, no. No, my friends won you were a not ton a winner. of stuff, dude. As a child, you were not a winner. I was, no, I was deprived not a of winning. I was deprived. You know, like, like every Clevelander, we were deprived of winning. So who's this next? Ah, yes, guy. That... So his name is Richard Edlund, visual effects artist. What an interesting last name, Edlund. He never heard of someone with the last name Edlund. Well, it might be a, a North Dakota thing because he's from Fargo. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's funny looking, you know. Here's a, another shout out to a film. Fargo is a good movie. Fargo, a, a movie good that we literally just well. bought on yeah. Blu-ray maybe an hour ago. And not because we wanted to make a reference to it. Yet. Yeah, because it's we completely thoroughly enjoyed We just movie. learned about this guy's uh, yeah. connection to Fargo. Ten minutes ago. Uh, he's won two Oscars. He's been nominated 18 times. What does he do again? Things. Visual effects. Oh, okay. He worked on the original trilogy of Star Wars and oh. Raiders. Wow. And, of course, Die Hard. But he's, I mean, a, he's a guy. Yeah, he's done he's a the lot guy. of stuff. Uh, a lot of big stuff. He won for Return of the Jedi special effects, and he won for Raiders as well. Not enough bad to, be, to win Oscars for that. As well as Empire and Star Wars. Not surprising, because... I'm surprised. They... Changed they the have way terrible he's made. This this movie doesn't have any special. Yeah, I was effects, just thinking. I was just gonna say the, the biggest like special effects would be explosions. No, but how much of that do you think it, was practical? Everything in this film is practical. It's a documentary. Do you know that? Seriously? Yeah. Oh my god! I didn't know that. The, the Nakatomi Plaza terrorist incident. It's well known. Wow, I gotta do more research. Yeah. Lord. No, no, probably. I mean, of course, the explosions. Mm-hmm. The explosions. Violence. Uh, gunfire. Yeah, probably a lot of the um yeah, the helicopter stuff. explosion. Yeah. So that stuff is probably where he did. It, well, uh, they hired I, a good guy. I think guy. it's it's a good testament to his his work in this film because we don't really we don't really know. We can't instantly think of that might just be because we're we're novices at watching mm-hmm. this film. <laughs> How many but, times have you seen this movie all the way through? Twice. Same. I've so seen our minutes quite a bit. Yeah, but. I've seen our minutes several times, but this movie through twice. I saw it with my mom for the first time. Mm-hmm. When I saw it for the first time, I was with my mom. She liked it. I liked it. It's a good movie. What it do you is. think of uh, Bruce Willis, just as an actor in general? He does an okay job. Yeah, he does a good job in this. I can't complain. I don't think I've ever hated a performance by him. Yeah, no, not at all. But I don't think I've ever like said, "Oh, that's Oscar worthy." Yeah, from him either. I've never seen Sixth Sense, so I don't that's know. not Oscar worthy either. <laughs> like uh, the only other movie I've seen him in is Pulp Fiction, I think. Yeah, it's pretty good. I feel like I've seen him in more stuff. I'm scrolling through his biography. I've seen him in Red. Yeah. So, and Cop Out. Oh, God. What? You've seen that? <laughs> yeah, I've seen Cop Out. I have not seen Cop Out. What else? What else did he do? I'm sure I've seen something else. He did Sin City. Rugrats Go Wild. You might have seen that. Yeah, there's a chance I've seen that as well. <laughs> the Whole Nine Yards, Six Sense, Breakfast Champions, Apocalypse. Oh, that's a video game site. The Fifth Element, of course, which we own. I haven't seen though, and of course, all the other diehards and stuff like that. Have you seen any of the other diehards? No, I haven't. Well, neither have I. I don't particularly care to. 
Yeah, I've heard decent things about the the second and third one, but then uh, nothing nothing really good. Mm. As far as I'm aware, none of them hold up to this first one. That isn't that's, so why, that's how almost all series are, except yeah, like there's good exceptions. Empire. There's Star Wars. That series has solid sequels. Yeah, well, of course, uh, Empire's. Probably. Lord of the Rings has solid sequels. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Godfather yeah. has a solid sequel. <laughs> Indiana Jones has oh yeah. solid sequels. Yeah, I'd say um, Last Crusade is. Probably. Temple of Doom is pretty good. Temple of Doom is good. I think it receives Underrated. more hate than it, than it deserves. Yeah. It's definitely not better than Raiders or Last Crusade, but it's solid. John Wick, too. I haven't I seen just that watched that day. for the first time. That was pretty good. Mm. I'm sure there's more. See, I mean... Mad Max, technically. Technically, sure. sure. Even though it's like 30 years apart. And it's Happy kind of a, a soft, weird reboot sequel thingy. That is... It's unclear as to what Miles exactly better than the others. That's, Still, the point is, is there are series where uh, it gets better. Yeah. and Or at uh, least quality is maintained. This probably is not one of them. Have you ever been in a limo? I have. For what? Eighth grade graduation. <laughs> our, uh, there was a limo rented for us, and it was, it was fun. We just like drove around town, and there is a wealthy community... And Except so there's there's a road. Oh, called, is this okay? Yeah. <laughs> I hope you tell the story. It, do, it doesn't matter what the road is called. So it goes up, and it eventually ends in a circle, a loop, a cul-de-sac. The, thing. Is it, it goes up a hill. Yeah, it goes up a hill. So it, it it literally ends. There's nothing, no more city after it because there's mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is there's a, a right turn into a gated community, but you can't go that way because it's, it's gated. So the limo we drove up there to get a, a good view of the the city. And then the limo tried to go around the, the circle and it got stuck. <laughs> and so, you know, for about an hour, the, uh, the limo was just backing up, going forward, backing up, going forward. Wow. Backing up, what a fun time. And uh, eventually got out of there. So, I it was a good it was a good limo driver, I think. Yeah. yeah. Did, was it, is, he had is he good as good as Argyle? I'm not sure. I didn't really know. <laughs> I didn't really get to know our limo driver. Mm, that's upsetting. Could have but saved you from a situation. I, I can tell you he, he probably wasn't as good as Argyle. Mm. You know, if he had let me driven the, the limo, he would have been as my thirteen year old self would have loved that. Limo no, of driver. course, would have been the best limo driver ever, better Without than Argo. Question. Without question. You you've ever been in a limo? No, no, no. I'm not cool enough to be in a limo. I probably won't be in a limo for a very long time, if ever. If ever, <laughs> I can't think. I of mean, I'd like to. As to why I'm you, you might rent one one day. Perhaps, perhaps. Or someone might rent it for you. Uh, if you're important enough. Just scrubbing through here. Yeah, we have the girl hugging the dude. Oh. Bear looks interesting, dude. It doesn't even look like it looks like a uh, like a giant sloth. You remember like from the prehistoric times? Sure. It looks like a giant sloth. I'll be honest. Got with a you. little red bow. A little red bow, adorable. It's nice. Adorable. Yeah. And there's the exit sign. I wonder if it's. I'm looking at through Argyle's glasses, just trying to see if I could see any camera, and it looks like I could see a light. Oh, so no. um. Maybe, yeah, this maybe movie's just lost all credibility. <laughs> It's a terrible and, uh, film. Don't watch this film. That's the end of the minute. This this is the end of the, the pot. What are you doing? This is the end of the minute, What are you dude? doing? It's over. We're done. God damn it. The movie's over. No, but, you know, we're going to... Uh, Hold on. I'm going to pull up the what closing you, ceremonies. What are you doing? The closing ceremonies? So, Let's um, bring out the banners and the flags and the fireworks yeah. for closing ceremonies. We've discovered since there's a reflection in Argyle's glasses that this movie is not good. It's terrible. It's bad. It breaks the fourth wall without we you wanting it to. are giving this two thumbs down. But please, join us next time. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot we'll of fun. That. Don't watch the movie, but join us next time. Yeah, 
If they say a picture is worth a thousand words, well, a podcast our words is worth 10, are worth a thousand pictures. Yes, there we go. So listen to us. We perfectly we know, we detail know what this we're movie. talking about. Keep a lookout for our podcast, the Stanley, Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick Minute, Minute One, where we discuss, you guessed it, Kubrick's movies one minute at a time. Starting with The Shining. Starting with The Shinnin from 1980. Here's Johnny. Here is Johnny. And you, too, can come play with us forever and ever and ever. Once, of course, we release the podcast, which will happen eventually. Eventually. Yeah. It's being edited. Some of it's been recorded. We're working on it. You know, we're busy. We're still in college, and we're working. We're paying bills. Don't tell them that. That's too much personal information. Too much information. We're not in college. We're not paying bills. You know what? People are going to steal our identity. we got to get out of here. You can find us on Facebook, the Die Hard with a Podcast Listener's Limo. On Twitter at Die Hard Minute, and you just type us into Google DieHardMinute.com, and we should come up. And, and of if course, we don't, that's your fault. Yeah, you check your spelling. It's D I E H A R D M I N U T E dot C O M. There's no silent Q. No silent Q. Not in this one. Okay. Not the next one. Tell me you got that. I got it. I got it. Get your heart on Channel 5.